Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Let's Debrief podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Jenna. And on the count of three, we're going to say the word that describes our last uh, seven days. One, two, three. Miserable. (laughs) (laughs) So if you were looking for a fun, happy podcast today, that is not it. I'm kidding. Like, Hopefully you guys can laugh at our pain because we both randomly had so many bad things happen to us this week. Did you make a list of everything? Yeah. Okay. I did too. Um, (coughs) Ashley said, sorry, she might be coughing a bit. Um, But yeah, so we both have just... Okay. Do you think this is a real thing? The compounding effect with bad stuff? How like if one Mm -hmm. bad thing happens, like it almost like sets it off because like your attitude shifts and then like Mm. more and more bad stuff start happening to you? I would believe that. I feel like I tried her because it happened because it happened and I have experienced it firsthand I it's funny because I feel like some stuff did happen and like some stuff on my list it's like funny but I'm like that still really sucked but yeah it I I would believe in the compound effect yeah yeah because yeah my attitude did slip where I wouldn't if the third thing had happened to me first I'd be like okay yeah 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 I feel like we should both just go through and and give the debrief give the week. debrief of our weeks this, this is why you show up every single week <laughs> this is exactly the scenario where we would use the word debrief and how we came up with the word like the, name the, of the podcast, concept yeah because it literally is like give me the debrief like yes. what happened yeah and if it wasn't for because jenna has saved a story that i don't know about yet but for the most part we know everybody or like about each other's weeks but if yeah we were just going back and forth constantly it would be like ascending voice messages of like here's the debrief of today (laughs) yes yes which we also do extremely um frequently yes um do you have any like things that you want to say before you start summarizing (laughs) your week um 10k 10k i was like i'm running one Yes, um, this morning, well, maybe it was yesterday, but I looked this morning, we hit 10,000 plays on the podcast, which is such, I feel like we talked about this before, but like, obviously, it's such an amazing accomplishment for us, and it feels really good, (laughs) Um, but literally, when we started the podcast, like, the first week, I was like, I would be so happy if, like, over over time, we make it to 5,000. Yeah. And then it became, oh, my gosh, like, I think we hit 5,000 in, like, the first two months, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't remember. But I just remember, like, each thousand, I was like, oh, my gosh, that would be amazing. And yeah. then now being at 10, I'm like, that's insane. I truly <clears throat> feel like... <coughs> Sorry. Um, I truly feel like... I expected there to be like a weekly at this point I was expecting like 50 listens weekly yeah as like an average yeah because I'm like who listens to us? who would want to listen to me so crazy because like I obviously know that my friends listen and my friends will text me and be like oh my god this or whatever if you can hear my dogs barking upstairs they're fine I feel like you probably can't. Uh, you might be able to um but yeah, like, obviously, I know, like, my close friends listen, and they'll yeah. ask me stuff about it, but then, like, 
random people will like dm us things and i'm just like you what no the craziest i think for me was seeing our merch orders come in and one of them being to texas and one of them being to like indiana yes that's so cute i know and so like that was like ah like what the heck like so i think it like started as like our friends listening but then be like posting about it or telling their friends about it and it's just gotten wider and like more vast and i'm just like this is so cool yesterday i was at work and I think everybody knows I work at a church and our sound guy what sound guy production guy was drinking a poppy and I was like whoa like Ian with the poppy and he was like yeah my wife listens to your podcast and you talk about it all the time and then another girl dm'd us a picture of like she got a whole case of them and she was like I got the poppy because of you and it's just like I feel like we've just said this so many times but it's just literally insane that people want to listen to us talk i know and yeah i it's literally so fun for us like we at this rate we've it's been like maybe a week since we've recorded maybe like a week and a half and every time it's been longer than like five days i'm like i need the podcast back i have so (laughs) many thoughts i need to talk and it's just fun for us like jenna and i are shooting a wedding today and it's like really fun that like we get to hang out and do the podcast beforehand and then probably go talk for another 10 hours after this <laughs> we will not shut up yes we have a problem <laughs> but okay so thanks for 10k yeah everyone we, we love, love you guys you so much and yeah you should share this with your friends <laughs> that was the best when we did um the giveaway i think or yeah we've I done two know. giveaways when now people have commented um i like at someone like this is the one I was telling you about. Yes. And I'm like, what were you saying? What were you saying about us? They're like, this is the one I told you that had bad opinions and are this ugly. Is the one I told you what we would make fun of them. <laughs> so, anyways, we love you so much. And on the topic of merch, coming soon, it'll it'll be it's here. It's in it's in production, and so it'll get to us, and then we will give it to you. Yeah, I so. think it was a good thing that we were just like, it'll be a few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And not like a specific date. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, yeah. but we, oh, of course, if you're not following us on Instagram, we'll be posting updates, I'm sure, when it arrives because we will be so excited. <laughs> we'll be scavenging. Scavenging. Is that a real word? Yeah. I don't know if it's best used in that context. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you should start. Okay, well, let me go pull up my list. Um... I think I know. Yes, I was going to say, I think I know what's at the top of the list. Okay, why does this make me want to cry? Just because I'm so frustrated with it. But this is definitely one of the worst things that's on my list. I have had poison ivy now for 13 days. Which you said that in your la- in the last episode about the poison I ivy. I did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It has literally ruined my last 14 days of life. Like, and that, like, I feel, maybe you might feel like that's dramatic. It definitely is dramatic, but... And maybe if I'm feeling brave enough, I'll post photos. But it literally, like... I feel, think it's so funny that you're, like, embarrassed of it. Because, like, it's literally... It's just, just so ugly. Like, a thing that, like, I don't know, is on your skin. But every time you talk about it, you're like, it's so ugly. Someone saw it. And I'm just like, it's just poison ivy. And you're I like, know. what if it's exposed and someone sees it? <laughs> <laughs> because I just think it's so ugly. So, to recap, I went to a shoot um in a rural area i was like how like non-discreet do i want to be i went to a shoot in a rural area and the couple was like oh just so you know we're walking through like poison ivy right now and it was and i was like um and i had poison ivy three years ago 
Wait, can I just say this really quick? Tanner and I have recently been saying, like, how have we lived in Western Pierre our whole lives and we still are like, is that poison? Like, when mm-hmm. we see a certain leaf, we'll be like, that looks like it, but I don't know. I'm like, how do I not know at yeah. this point what it actually is? You know, yeah. Like, while you're talking, I'm going to look up. Yeah, picture. look it up. And I hate that there's, like, three of them. Like, that it could all say, be. like, leaves of three, leave it be. Something yeah. like that. But when it, I swear it has five leaves, though. For perspective, too. Obviously, everyone knows this because I don't shut up about it. But I wasn't raised here. And I was in a very... I was raised in a very city environment, non-outdoorsy. And so I'm just not used to even having to look for it. But yeah, three years ago, I got poison ivy all over my arms. And I don't even know how I got it. I think it was like my roommate. Oh, gosh. It looks nothing like I thought it did. Let me see. I thought it was like kind of like... Do you know what I mean when I say like the leaves have almost like a furry texture? Yeah. That's it. That looks so nice. That looks like a normal leaf. I touch that all the time. <laughs> Maybe you're immune to it. That's an actual thing. Like people. Yeah, I might be because I like used to get it a lot when I was a kid. I actually recently found a picture of when I had it. Like I would always like get it on my inside of my fingers and it would be oh, like the little bubbles. But yes. It wouldn't really spread. That's what. Okay. So we were walking through it and I was like, um, okay, like what's the protocol for this? And they're like, oh, just go home and like take a shower, wash your clothes. And I was like, okay. And I was wearing pants, which I feel like I never do, like in the summertime. I was wearing pants and socks. And so... That's literally shocking that it got through. Yes. It's It's all... So it's all over my leg, like all over my shin and my calf. And I... uh, like came home and like I was like cold don't touch me I'm like I it was consuming my thoughts because I was just like I've had this before it was so painful it was so miserable last time I just want to like wash off so like went to the shower washed off washed my clothes and I was like okay like I'll probably be good that was on a Thursday and then on Sunday it appeared like the first little bubble and I was like that's not a bug bite like that looks like poison that's not a bug bite and so I was like dang okay and it just from there just slowly started growing and I feel like it grew fast yeah like I remember so that it showed up on Sunday the Sunday before 4th of July and on 4th of July I would just be able to contain it by putting three band-aids on and now it has got it has traveled upwards and it's like blistery at the top it's literally like the size of a football <laughs> it's not that, okay you want to see it I'm literally scared that it's going to give it to me. No, it doesn't. Once it's like on, yeah, like, because, yeah, I've taken medical professional advice now. (laughs) But in the beginning, I, like, obviously you've listened to this podcast. You know that we try to take, like, uh, homeopathic, uh, holistic holistic approaches to everything. And so I tried that at first. And honestly, like, I was like, it doesn't itch that bad. I'm just going to let it, like, run its course. I'll be okay. Um, our friend Shayla, I was over at her house and she was like, oh, like you need to dry it out. Like I'll give you clay. And she like made me a little clay thing. And I was like, oh, thank you. And after, bless you. Thank you. I got that and when like put it all over, it would dry and like crack over it. I was like, oh, there's, I'm not itchy. Like this is great. So I don't remember at what point that like, I just noticed it wasn't going away and it just like, I don't know, like I would keep the clay on rotation and it just wasn't working. And so I was like. Okay, after that, um, our my friend Heather, shout out to Heather, was like, you need to go buy this expensive, like, cream thing because, like, it, but it'll work. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I had poison ivy last time, she told me that. And so I was like, okay, I'm desperate at this point. So yeah. it's literally a tube this big 
yeah. $50. Oh, my gosh. I know. What's it called? Zanfil. Zenfil. Okay. Um, and you just, like, kind of, like, rub it on your hands, make a paste, and, like, rub it on, like, the area. And that took the sting out, like, qu- very you quick. it on overnight? Mm-mm. Like, just put it on. And then it says, like, it says in 30 seconds it should take the sting out. And honestly, I couldn't really tell. And so I, like, maybe left it on for, like, a minute. And then, like, I would just did it when I was in the shower. And oh. then just, like, rinsed it. Oh, it's quick. Do it's you quick. Use the whole tube at once? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I so would have been so more. pissed. Yeah. yeah. And so I kind of was doing that, like, once a day. And it just didn't itch anymore. And so I was like, okay, like, again, I'll just let it play its course now and, like, whatever. But yesterday... I was like getting so pissed off. I was just like, it is almost 14 days. It doesn't look any better. It's I, not itching though anymore. It's no. just looking bad. It just looks bad. Okay. And honestly, like the main bubble parts, like where it first started, are now scabs and kind of falling off. That's and good. so, like, that's good. But now there's like this big of like the blistery, like, area. It's like really red. Yes. Yeah. And so that has like been making me the most mad because that looks the gr- like the worst. Mm. Like the uh, scabs. Sorry if this is gross to anybody too, by the way. But like the scabs, like where the poison ivy originally was, just looks like I like bumped my shin on something. Yeah, like you scraped it. Yeah. And so that I we were at our church was putting on like a camp all day or all week. And so I was at the camp yesterday and I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. So we went to Med Express. And I was like, give me a steroid shot, whatever you got, like, I'll take whatever. They were so nice. And she was like, okay, I'll give you like a topical cream. And so I got a steroid topical cream and I've been putting it on since I got it yesterday, twice a day. And so hopefully it goes away. Oh my gosh. I miserable. you have to be allergic to it because you were never exposed to it as a child. Oh, for sure. Because like... When I've had it before, like I said, like, I will get it, like, a few bubbles, like, maybe, like, that big, Mm -hmm. and, like, it'll itch and suck, but, like, it doesn't spread, it doesn't get that, like, redness around it like you have, Mm -hmm. and it will go away, like, pretty quick. Yeah. So. I can't, and I was looking back on photos of the last time I had it, and I don't remember what I did, like, Mm -hmm. to cure it, but it was all over my arms. And it was during COVID. And so I had to go to MedExpress, like, in the height of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and oh it was miserable. It was miserable. I have to cough. I'm sorry. That <laughs> is so terrible. I'm glad you're on the upswing. Although yeah. I will say, I did tell you to go to MedExpress. A long like, time ago. <laughs> the third day you had it. Yeah, you're like, you should just go. And- because if you, like... If you are, I guess I do obviously understand like trying to do like holistic remedies first because obviously I do the same thing. Mm -hmm. But also like now that you know that you can't really tolerate it next time, just go. Oh, yeah. It's a one. Yeah. Especially this being my second offense. I'm just like, I I don't want to deal with this anymore. And so but also like the cream will for sure last like I have to use like the tiniest bit. And it's like a pretty like decent sized tube. And so do not lose it. Do not lose it. So I'll be ready for next time. But I swear if there's a next time, I'm going to lose my mind. There will be. In my next 80 years of life. (laughs) You're going to get the ivy on you. So yeah, uh, that's that's the ivy situation. I guess that is an update from last time because I forgot that we talked about it. But let's go back and forth. Oh, okay, okay. I'll go with my medical problem now. Okay. Okay, so 
I don't think I said this. I don't think we recorded since this incident happened. No, we didn't. Okay, maybe I did. I don't remember. <laughs> no, I didn't. Whatever. No idea. So I... Okay, so Monty got her first cold. Yes. She was... She was warm for like a day. She didn't have a fever when I would like put the thermometer on her, but I felt like she had a fever. She was just super fussy and like snot just running down her face. Yeah. Like really, really bad. And I felt so bad for her. And um, we were like doing all of the holistic oils, everything like that. Um, and she got better pretty fast. It was like two days, maybe two and a half of super fussy. And then she like started to feel better. Um, but I did not realize. And since talking to other moms, I found out that like it's very normal that like after or during a cold and like for maybe up to two weeks after the baby just like basically won't sleep because it's just like it just messes with them. Yeah. So I didn't really realize that, but that was happening and I was just like freaking out because I don't know if I've shared before, but we basically have gotten her down to like she just wakes once at night, <laughs> which is a great place for me to be at. I know a lot of people like do night weaning and like whatever, but I would like to continue feeding her until she's one unless she lets herself like just sleep through the off. night. Yeah. Um, so we were getting like originally her wake up would be like at 2.30. Okay. Then it, like, started becoming, like, 3, 3.30. Then it started becoming 4. And then it was becoming 5. And I'm like, oh, she's weaning herself off of the night feed. Yeah. she usually wakes up around, like, 6.30. So I'm like, eventually she just will It'll wake just get, up in yeah. the morning. But this cold, just, like, I've never seen her act like this before. She hates being touched. She hates snuggling. She will not sleep in bed with me. She does not want to be touched. <laughs> she doesn't want to hug. She just want to lean her head on my shoulder. Nothing. When she had this cold, she literally would not let me take my hand off of her. It's so sad. At night. But here's the thing. She wouldn't come in bed and lay with me. Because Tanner's like, so she wanted me to like rub her back or like pat her back. Okay. When we were, so after the first night of that, Tanner was like, I'll just sleep downstairs and like bring her in bed with you. So to you can more like space. rub her back during the night keep your hand just on her and i'm like okay no the moment she comes in my bed she's like hey, hey rolling around trying to play and you're like it is bedtime miss it would be like three in the morning so then she would basically what she wanted from me was to stand above her crib rubbing her back and i'm not joking if i would take my hand off she would start not crying but just going eh. she's like please uh. mom so i was spending genuinely hours standing by her crib throughout the night would you fall asleep like just like leaning up on her crib yeah and then i brought like pillows and blankets into her room put them on the floor and i would like put my hand up into the crib and then also whenever tanner would do it she would not like that like of course (laughs) this was the first time she's ever like shown a preference to me Hmm. or honestly to either one of you me of anyone like i feel like she could care less if a stranger was in there with her but this randomly she was like i want mom which i kind of liked but at the same you're time, like i was like can you pick like a different scenario i could do it tonight so she's up all night she's starting to feel better but then i start feeling myself getting the cold and i'm just like Ugh. so then our friends came from out of town nachi and geo and 
I'm sick while they're there and she's up all night. And like, obviously I loved having them there, but you know, people at your house and then like everyone was coming over. We were doing activities mm-hmm. all day long and like we had a lot of fun, but I was just like so <sighs> exhausted. There's nothing that is more frustrating than doing something that you want to be doing, but then feeling miserable at the same time. Yes, you're like, I literally want to be swimming <coughs> at this lake. It's so fun, but I'm so sick right now. Yeah. Also, just cold. Like, you clearly can tell I have, I'm on the other, hopefully on the other side of a cold, but colds in the summertime, it's I like, I gave it to you. Why? Yeah, whatever. I always get a cold in the summer. I and it feels get, so like, dumb. One summer, one winter. Yeah so stupid it sucks but anyways so i'm just like so exhausted and then amidst all of this i find a tick bite on my leg Mm. and it already has a bullseye rash which also you saying that like proves again i did not grow up in pennsylvania but i didn't know like you look out for the bullseyes yes so um basically from what i've learned already the bullseye so you can get a tick bite and it not get a bullseye rash if if it has the bullseye that means they gave you limes that's that's it there's no ifs ands or buts they gave you limes you have limes so i never saw the tick i just saw the bullseye rash i had no idea when i got bit and i was just like okay so i go to med express Again, like, we always try to do everything holistically, but, like, this is, like, something you don't want to mess with. No, absolutely not. I got the antibiotic, and they're like, okay, take it two times a day um, for two weeks. I'm like, okay. Um, So I'm taking it for, like, seven days, which at this point, like, I should have been, like, in the clear. Mm -hmm. Is it, like, yeah, twice a day for seven days or something? Yeah, well, it's for two weeks, but, like, the seven days in, I should have been fine. So, all of a sudden, like, on the seventh day, I start getting really intense Lyme symptoms. Like, my, I cannot describe it, my joints were aching, and that's, like, what they said. And that's not like, even, like, a flu, like, I, or, like, when you have, like, the fever or no, anything. No, I had a fever. Oh, okay. I had a fever of 101, and my joints, like, my knees, my ankles, my hips, like, my shoulders, they ached so bad oh, it was just like oh. holy crap and then at the same time i'm still up all night with monty and i'm taking the antibiotic which is not good on your stomach and so yeah so but also in the midst of it too you're taking the antibiotic and you're like why do i feel this way i've been taking the antibiotic be like fighting the limes so i'm like did i get it and it's like resisting the antibiotic like what's going on so backtracking a little bit, I went to a PCP for the first time in years because I've just been having all of these random symptoms and I was just like, I just want to get like my nutrients and like everything tested to make sure I'm good yeah. for like my hormones, like everything. Um, and so she did blood work the week before and then I go back that week. I'm like, I'm back. And she's like, <laughs> and I'm miserable. <laughs> she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I like feel like I have limes. And she's like, I was just confused about what the vibes were with it. Like, the should vibes. I just keep taking the antibiotic? What do I do? And she, oh, also I should say, this is, this is a, uh, this is a little bit graphic. So if you get grossed out oh, easily, okay. I was, good. I didn't know where where you were going if with you that. Get grossed out easily, and this is. I probably shouldn't 
even tell the story because it embarrasses me, but okay. I'm going to tell it, whatever. So I have the fever. My joints are aching. I'm literally dying. And I'm laying in bed. Tanner took Monty's monitor, and he slept in another room. He's like, just sleep tonight, which that was the first night that I've slept through the night since she was born. Which is crazy. Which is insane. But um, at 12.22, I literally sat up in bed, and my stomach was cramping so bad. I'm guessing from the antibiotic. And I was just like, oh, my God, what do I do? So oh no, I I'm go so in the scared. bathroom and I was like pooping. Like I had really bad poop cramps okay. and I was like having diarrhea. And I'm just like sitting there. It's like hurting so bad. All of a sudden I start feeling like I'm going to puke. And our trash can in our bathroom upstairs is not like a plastic. It's like a woven basket. Yeah. And it was full of stuff. So I'm just like, what do I do? So I'm literally texting Tanner from upstairs. I'm like, Tanner. Please bring a bowl for me to puke in. Please, please, please. I'm literally texting and See it. if you can wake him up. Well, he was still up. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm just texting, please, please, please. He's like, okay, I'm looking. And I'm like, hurry, hurry, anything, hurry, anything. Hurry, hurry. And he's just like, I'm looking. And I, he was looking for like a bucket. But I'm like, you can bring anything. Literally, we can throw anything. it out later. <laughs> yes, like I'm like, I don't care. I'm literally in the bathroom going. But I'm pooping. So oh, I'm like, no. What's better? Puke in the toilet and, poo- and poop, poop on, on the floor? <laughs> or puke on the floor, poop in the toilet. So I stayed sitting on the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good call. I hear him coming up the stairs and I feel like my body was like, it's fine. And so I just go. And it's like in my mouth. like But like kind of like falling out. And he like comes in and he's like, here you go. And like hands me the bucket. And then he, like, goes, like, here you go. And then he, like, sees what's going on. He's, like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I was, like, (laughs) give me it, please. And then I just start puking so much in the bucket. I actually puked on my Let's Debrief sweatshirt. But it came out. It came out. But all of that, like, that all happened. And then, like, the rest of the night, I'm, like, freezing, sweating, whatever. So I go back to the doctor. She's, like, yeah, just keep taking the antibiotic. You're fine. And But then she's, like, um... I also have your blood work results back, and um, basically, everyone told me this when I was pregnant, but I didn't listen to them. But since I did a home birth, like, all my prenatal stuff, I never had any labs done of, like, any of my nutrients or anything. Turns out that I was extremely anemic. Like That's why she loves the ice. Yeah. I, that's definitely not the sole it reason. Might be. I mean... People were like, you're anemic. That's why you crave ice. And I was like, no, you guys are dumb. I'm like the healthiest person ever. And they were like, no. And I was like, <laughs> no. don't message me again. I know anemic when I see it. So. What does it, act- it just means you're iron deficient? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's supposed to be from like 60 to 170 and mine was 17. Jenna, what yeah. does iron help you do? Literally just live? everything. She said like. <laughs> This is the, the reason for all your problems. That's why I had restless leg syndrome, which also makes me go back to I've if you haven't listened to my birth episode, you should go listen to it because I talk about everything that happened with my home birth midwife. But she just kept saying, you just need to take magnesium. You just need to take magnesium. And I did all the magnesium things and nothing ever helped. She's looking at your blood work and she's like, your magnesium's off the charts. She literally said it was great. That's like, crazy. Every other, everything else is perfect mm-hmm. except the iron. And I was just, so my midwife kept being like, you need this, you need this, you need this. And I even brought it up to her at one point. I was like, what do you think about the iron? She's like, I don't think that that's what's causing it, honestly, the restless, the restless leg syndrome. Like, mm. 
And now I'm like, interesting. Cool. So at least it does give me hope for my next pregnancy that I might not have it. Yeah, it's not just a you thing. Like, yes. this is just what I suffer with. Yes. But so anyways, that happened. And I think that now the antibiotics are kicking in more and I'm fighting the Lyme. You seem great. I feel a lot better now. And now that people really make Lyme seem really scary, like it's like permanent forever. And I think that was also getting to me mentally because I was just like... I can't suffer with this forever. I can't have this forever. And I started to think like, well, what if I can't get pregnant again? Or what if I don't want to? Because I'm like constantly feeling like this. Am I going to feel like this forever? What if like... freaking dogs. I really don't think you can probably hear them. Um, I was just spiraling. And I think that was also affecting me a lot. But... Yeah, so that was, like, a lot of my week was yeah. not sleeping, thinking I had Lyme, all of that. Yeah, and also probably going through, like, everything that your body was going through. Like, your body needed sleep, but you're like, I can't sleep because my I baby can't. needs me. Literally. So it was just, like, literally such a perfect storm of so many bad things happening to me, which I'll also add on another thing that I guess I don't really consider bad, but it's just kind of funny that also is probably affecting the way I was feeling this week was that I stopped breastfeeding. And mm-hmm. so also just so people know, if you stop breastfeeding, your boobs <laughs> will feel like really lumpy and like there's Ew, hard lumps in them for a while, which I was not expecting. And it kind of freaks me out, but it's fine. It will You're go away fine. eventually. But mine like just finally went away. So I don't know if like my body is like adjusting to fully like not mm. making any milk anymore. But... My boobs are the size of the day that I hit puberty. <laughs> they are that one, was the perfect description. They are one size bigger than a prepubescent child. <laughs> Genuinely. They have shrunk down to nothing. Which Your is, boobs right now are probably what mine were when I was like eight years old. Genuinely. I'm not kidding. My sister said that. I showed them to her. She's like... Jenna, it looks like you didn't even go through puberty. I'm like, thanks. (laughs) Thank you. But you're like, we laugh because I feel like you don't care. I don't care at all. I loved having small boobs before. And that was actually my biggest insecurity when I was pregnant was having big boobs. Mm. I don't like how it looks on me. I I don't like how it looks on people. I was like, oh, cool. I hate it. It's really (laughs) ugly. I just like don't like that feeling. And also like whenever I was pregnant, I feel like I had so many outfits that I just never wore a bra with. Mm. And I, like, had to go buy bras and, like, it didn't look right with my outfits. It just was not my vibe. Yeah. And now I can go back to my, like, free people tight tank tops with no bra and it's completely fine. Yeah. But if you are breastfeeding, you're expecting... You know what? Maybe your boobs won't shrink, but I have heard... It's literally different for everybody. Yes. I have heard a lot of people say that have big boobs. Did you see Kylie Kadich post? Oh, no. She made a TikTok. She's like, before I was pregnant, like, showed, like, a bunch of, like, her boobs. Like, just not the straight boobs. Yeah. Pictures. But, like, pictures where you could kind of tell. Yeah. And then she's like, when I was breastfeeding, and they were, like, huge. And then she's like, after breastfeeding. And they're, like... Disappeared. Maybe a B. Wow. And she had huge boobs. Oh, she interesting. She had, like, double Ds for sure. Um, so I don't know. It might be good for some people who are like, oh, I like, I know my one friend is like, I'm terrified because I hate having big boobs. I'm afraid they're going to get way bigger. And I'm like, 
rest assured, they might shrink. Yeah. I have said this to uh, one of my friends recently. I was like, I have come to terms with like, I feel like no matter what, for some, I, maybe this is too bold to say, whatever, cancel me. But I was going to say, I feel like they at least all, like they, they never return the same. Like, a thousand percent, they will not return the same. And I love my boobs, and I love the size that they are, and I think they are very nice. And I have just realized recently, like, these are their glory days. These Take are them. their glory days. Take pictures. Well, okay, here's the thing, is, like, if it doesn't change them from having kids or breastfeeding, it will just change with age. So, yeah. like, no matter what, just live it up. Yeah, I would... Yeah, I don't need to go into any further detail, but I'm like, I will never be 24 with these boobs ever again. Truly, yeah. But the thing that is funny is, like, literally me and Tanner have been laughing so hard. Like, I'll be like, Tanner, look at them. And he's like, Jenna, oh, my God, they're so small. And we're just, like, laughing about it. And he's like, it's so crazy, though, because, like, the moment that you get pregnant, they're going to get big again. And mm-hmm. then when you start breastfeeding again, they're going to get even bigger. And then they'll probably shrink back again. He's like, it, they just will go through so it's many It's just phases. their cycle. <laughs> yes. And it's just so funny. But yeah. I'm enjoying the Somalis. Well, yeah. Enjoy it while it lasts because we all know it'll be only like eight more months till you get pregnant again. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Okay. I can. The rest of mine aren't like super like intense. Mine aren't either. Okay, Those okay. were like our big, like, Those we had to really explain it. Okay. This, these next two, I'm going to combine two because they happened, like, simultaneously. Um, I went to coffee with a friend a lot, sometime last week, and I was leaving coffee, and I was driving back to work, and there's been, I mean, just in Pittsburgh in general, the summertime, I guess anytime, there's construction everywhere mm. and nobody is safe from just like having the stupid stop sign or like the slow sign. And so there is construction that happens like on the road outside of our house. And I was driving past our house and a semi truck or a construction truck was like going past me. And as he passed me, I just heard Tick! and I was like, what the heck and it just sounded like a rock like hit the windshield and I was like and I was on the phone with you and I was like oh my gosh it sounded like a rock hit the windshield but I don't see anything and it sounded bad so like I would have saw it like if it was bad Did you say that when we were on the phone yeah but it, I feel like I was going through a bad area Yeah, we were like both like cutting out so much and I yeah. didn't hear you say that I think I briefly was just like oh my gosh all right well I don't see anything <laughs> And so I get to work and I don't look at the windshield at all. I just kind of forget about it. And an hour later, Cole is going to get us lunch and he goes out to the car and I was, I was staying and I get a phone call from him. And the minute he goes like, Hey, can you come out here? I was like, crap, that rock probably did hit the windshield and it cracked it. And that's crazy because I've never I feel like I've hit a lot of random like objects or rocks have flown up or whatever. And that's never happened. to me. Yeah, I don't know how it happened, It, but it happened in our Toyota, too. And I, I do you remember it cracked it and we were like through insurance, like my deductible was going to be a thousand dollars. And so we were just like, ah, like, we'll wait, we'll wait. And then we literally totaled it like a couple weeks really? later before we ever fixed it. I would have lost my mind if we had fixed the windshield oh, yeah. and it got totaled weeks later. God, I would have been, for you. yes, because even like four months earlier, 
I had changed the tires on it and probably put like $800 in tires like into it. But I'm like, it's safer. Like now going into the winter, like I'll be like confident. Wait, and did you ever end up changing the brakes on it too or no? Yes, you're right. And that was expensive. That was too. expensive as well. <sighs> just some like, and there's literally nothing you can do about it. Like it's just one of those things where you have to acknowledge that it sucks and just move on. <laughs> That kind of goes back to what we were saying last week whenever, like, that person was like, how much of your life is work? And I'm like, mm. a lot, because that's not work, but that's that's just life as an adult. Like, it just, things happen. Things and if you can't, happen. like, yeah, like, just find joy in every day and just deal with those things you will be miserable literally like and it, that's <laughs> yes exactly that's Don't what i feel like, like <laughs> all of these things are it's like literally just being a product of being an adult literally. like outside of the poison ivy it's just like stuff that just happens and so i was like uh i went out to the car and he was like what happened and i just like was like i heard it i didn't see it though but yeah that checks out we'll figure it out and so was cole mad at you no he was just like damn that sucks and I was like yeah do you think you would have been mad at him if it happened when he was driving if he told the same story that I did because I was like I did hear it I, and it's literally in the bottom of like where your tags are like your inspection oh, tags yeah. so I like from the driver's point of view you couldn't see it but it, in the hour that I was at work and since it got hit it hit on like on the tags and then like has spidered like not really spidered but it's more of like a it goes with the movement of the uh like windshield wipers it's, an it's like a rainbow art <laughs> yeah and so I was just like all right cool and then uh so like we have to deal with that still so if you have any good recommendations everyone says safe light and they're like, it's free. Safe light repair. Safe light replace. Everyone was like, it's free. And what? yeah, it's free if you go through insurance, which like our insurance deductible now is $500. And so it's like, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. But I, our inspection's up in September and it's right across the driver's point of view. So it's like, we'll need to get it done. It doesn't like this might be stupid it doesn't like leak right no oh. I, i'm terrified to take it through a uh, car wash now though <laughs> is there the potential that like it could just like fully shatter or no because if you go up to it and like kind of like run your nail along it you you can't feel it oh like on the other side i feel like if it were to come through the, on the other side it would be like bad <laughs> very bad we i we definitely need to get it okay yeah we definitely need to get it taken care of but as I was walking back into work and I think I did tell you about this but I got a notification on one of our credit cards like they send me app notifications and it was like $60 at Panera and I was like what like this Panera do you know oh no I I know and it was in Missouri Uh. and so Cole was going to Chick-fil-a and wasn't spending $60 and so I was like what in the world and so I'm like get on the phone with Capital One like right away and I was like that wasn't me so but then I got frustrated with Capital One because they're like well we have you let's update your annual income and I was like no somebody has my credit card number make it stop make it stop and so (laughs) they're hungry (laughs) and they're very hungry and they need their pick two so please a lot of pick twos a lot of pictures maybe only two at the Panera is so freaking expensive i think i looked at their order it might have been two pick twos and then like probably with like the delivery charges and everything and then it was like drinks and then it was like 60 dollars. so i think i thought i solved it with capital one but then i get an email from panera and they're like thank you so much for your order ashley and i was like oh okay so they 
know it was me. Like, whatever. I log into my Panera account and they're like, we're in the process of like processing your order. And I was like, cancel it. Cancel it now. <laughs> like there was like, it was like, you know, like when you go to Pizza Hut and it's like shows like the process of your delivery, like they had just placed the order, not like made any of the food yet. How did they get into your Panera account? That, that they hacked my Panera account and then like just oh, use your credit card was, was just saved. on file. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. And so. Well, that's like. Mm. It's No, it's better. Like it's it's better than them having my credit card and yeah, just yeah, running yeah. rampant. And so I see it says the address that it's being delivered to. And then it says like the Panera coming from this location. And I was like, well, I'm going to call them. And also like I'm like talking through all of this. And Joe, I feel like we talked about him before. Like he is in the office with me and he's the only one in there. And I'm just like vocalizing all of this stuff. And he was just like, get him. Get he's him. like, yeah. Yeah, okay. totally. Yep. And Wait, you should send them a letter to the address it was being delivered to. Oh, that's such a good idea. They've tried multiple times since then because I set up <gasps> two-step authentication. And so I get like a code every time that they've tried. But now I finally changed my password. And because in the moment, I couldn't figure out how to change my password. And I was like, I need this to stop right away. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop. Yeah, we should send something to their house. Be like... Listen leave my Panera podcast. Alone. We talked about you. <laughs> um, so anyways, I called the Panera. Like, and leave a five-star review or please. <laughs> um, and I was like, this is going to be really weird. I live in Pittsburgh. Like, and someone just like, it's a fraudulent order. And they're like, oh, yeah, we see it. We'll cancel it. Oh, I am so sorry about that. We're so kind. I was Aww. literally expecting them to be like, we can't do anything about that. And I was You're like, like ah. I'm a former Panera employee. And you will do right by me. I know how those systems work. You can cancel it. Button on the right, please. Button on the right. The so, big red X, hit it. Cancel. <laughs> and so they were very nice and they refunded me back. So then I thought in the moment that I had been refunded twice, but it was just end up the, like the one time because Capital One was useless in short. So then that happens. And so I'm literally at this point, like I have poison ivy, my windshield's cracked and someone has my credit card information. Like they just had to log into my Panera. But so that was like my coupling right there where I was very stressed and I was walking around the parking lot. I called my mom and I was just like, what's going on? (laughs) Like what's happening here? You should also just add in the The other one. Cycling one. Okay. (sighs) Okay. So. I feel like I've said before, I have class pass. And so I just like to hop around and go to like a bunch of different classes. My sister and I love going. I, I'm i not going to say where. Uh, love going to a 6 a.m. cycling class um, in Pittsburgh. And this time, Lou was supposed to come with me, but then she wasn't feeling well. She also has been sick. And she was like, I'm so sorry to bail. And I was like, oh, no worries. I'll still go. Like, because you get hit with like a cancellation fee if you don't go. Really? Yeah. And so I was like, it's fine. Like, I'll still go. Um, How much? Like 14 bucks. <gasps> Ew. I know. I get it. Yeah. So uh, I, and again, I've gone to this class numerous times before. And so I was like, it'll be fine. And I wore bike shorts because again, I'm like, I should let my poison ivy breathe. I feel like smothering it in leggings is not the move. Yeah. And And so. Sweating in it. Yeah, exactly. So I get up and I get going and I get there and I'm driving past the building and I look inside (laughs) and there is this girl at the desk that 
in short, is Cole's ex-girlfriend. His only ex-girlfriend. His only ex-girlfriend. And I feel like we have talked about... Um, also we'll call, I, I feel like this is my normal name for girls, whatever we talk about them on the podcast, but we'll call her Sarah. You always say Sarah. It's always Sarah. Um, but yeah, his only ex-girlfriend and I, I might've said this before, but like they broke up like a month before we started talking and like it, like, I don't know, like take it however you want. There was no crossover or anything like, but, and we put off even fully dating because he was like I need to emotionally like recover from this and so but I had only met her like one time in person and then since they've been broken up which has been over two and a half years like never seen her yeah and so I literally drove past the building and I I saw her at the front desk and I said oh my gosh and of course Lou wasn't there with me and I was just like I literally sat in my car and said, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And Cole's still sleeping, so you probably couldn't call him and ask. No, I couldn't. So I I texted my friend Chloe, who is a nurse, and so I was like, she'll be up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she knew this girl. And I was like, oh my God, you'll never believe this. And she's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know. Like, there's I don't want to pay $14. I know. And also a perspective I thought about is that she has had time to prepare for this interaction because she saw my name on the roster. So now if she knows that you don't show up, you look like a baby. Yes. A little baby that sleeps in and doesn't do cycling. Yes. <laughs> or so, drove past the building, drove drove 20 minutes, drove past the building and decided to go home. Yeah. So you had to. At I point. had to go in. Yeah. And there's like 10 minutes till class. And I, everyone that I've told this story to has been like, couldn't you have just like, uh, like walk past her and like not like said anything? No. At this place which I feel like maybe it's like in cycling classes in general, you have to go to the front desk to check in. They tell you your bike number and then they give you shoes. So it's like she is essential for me, like attending class. So it might sound a lot more dramatic, but like than it actually was. But it was just very awkward. Of course, I walked in and she was so nice. And um, instead of like, what's your name? Like she like was like, let's not pretend that we don't know each other she was just like hi how are you okay you're gonna be on bike 10 and then do you need shoes and I was like yeah and she was like okay size or I told her my size and she gave them to me and she was like all right cool and like I just walked away and then when I left she was like bye have a good one do you feel like that was like a good like are you happy that happened because you kind of I guess have now you've seen each other and interacted since the breakup yeah, maybe like I Cole and I have always talked about like what it would be like because also like we like the only time her and I have ever met was when they were dating. Yeah. And so, and then I don't know, we're like, "Oh, did she ever feel like there was any like foul play because <laughs> like Not she knew <laughs> she knew that Cole and I were friends like while they were dating and then like she's like, "Wait, why are they dating now?" like I don't know. We've always just thought, like talked about what our interaction would be like. And Cole was like, oh, of course I'd be nice and like whatever. And so now that I feel like it's happened, like next time I see her, I'll just be like, hey. like. Yeah. So it's like it kind of is good that it happened. Yeah. So in short, she works there now. And I have not yet to go back since then. Also, I've been attending there for like two months now and never seen her. But apparently she's been attending for a while and now within like the last few weeks has been like working there would you have known if you were in a class with her or do you feel like you're usually like head down no I, I see like a lot of people before unless she like came in last minute mm-hmm. and it, it's like dark yeah 
That's so. what I've heard. I've literally never, I've done one pure bar class in my life. I've never done like a workout class. And you were harassed for weeks on end afterwards. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, also I quit pure bar. I don't know if I've included that. Yes. That's brought me a lot of joy. That is one of the good things that yes. has happened. Um, but yeah, I like never, I mean, I've gone to a few maybe in high school or whatever, but like I just hate the like, the vibe of like push yourself yes and there there was a class a couple weeks ago where the instructor was like that and that was the one time cole came with me the, so and there he was, was like no. he was like ash what is, and i'm like it's not usually like this <laughs> but i'm just dying like thinking of like if i could have convinced cole to come with me and what his reaction would have been would have been i also didn't text cole at all in the moment because i was like i need to save this for like when i get back home and see him and so when i came back home uh i like he, it was like seven 30 in the morning and so I woke him up and he was like how was class and I was like good Sarah was there and he his eyes shot open he was like what and I was like yeah she works there now and he's like oh my god literally what are the chances what are the chances I say all of this like I feel like again because now our podcast has 10,000 streams I'm like who all listens to this it's just one of those life things I hope if this ever gets back to her she'll think it's funny too she was so nice I had nothing to be nervous about, but it was just one of those things where you're just like, why does the husband's ex? Yes. Why? And it's just a part of being an adult when you're dating and then you get married. Exes exist. (laughs) And it's just weird sometimes. But yeah, we made it through. We made it through. So that was like, yeah, one of my other things that I was just like, what's going on? What is to going survive on? two and a half years without seeing someone, and then all of a sudden it be the week that you're already having such a crappy time? It's like what the heck? Literally, what the heck? Um, okay, <laughs> okay, I have a few more things to say. One, um, so Madison got me this necklace for being her maid of honor from Missouri like two years ago at this point Mm -hmm. and it's like a gold herringbone like the one that you have okay and like probably a year ago broke the clasp broke Mm. and i was so sad about it and i just have been putting off going and getting it fixed anyways i finally went to jewelry repair place like planned it's one of those things that you're just like it has to get done but when and then when you do it you're like thank god i did that yeah so but also like I I never want to like complain about like being a mom or anything mom related but like it is a lot to like the places in Greensburg so it's like a lot to like you have to plan out the naps is she gonna nap in the car is she gonna nap right before and then she'll be pleasant she can't I can't just put her in the car whenever I want Mm -hmm. so it's a process it's a process basically I plan my whole day around going and doing this thing I go, I get it repaired. It was so quick and easy. He fixed the clasp. It was yeah. 10 bucks. I was like, awesome. I got like all my other jewelry cleaned and I was like, this is great. Put it back on. Next morning I wake up, it's in my bed. You're it's joking. fully broke again. <laughs> like, okay. what? I need why? my 10 bucks back, mister. Literally, why? That's so annoying. And yeah, so that was annoying. The other thing is that since yesterday, my debit card is lost. I don't oh, know what it is. No. Um, because Tanner forgot his phone, which has his wallet in it. So he was using my debit card. And then he keeps saying, I put it right on your seat. I put it right on your seat. I'm like, well, it's not there. Ha- so, have you checked your bank account? Like, is, did someone steal it and is using it? Oh, no. Like, he, it's with us. Oh, somewhere. okay, okay. I don't know. I didn't know if, if he said you, he put it on your seat that, like, someone might have, like, taken it off. It was on our seat in 
in our driveway. Oh, okay. Basically. But, like, it's somewhere or, like, someone moved in and didn't realize. It's lost. <laughs> um, okay. It's lost. Here's the last thing um, that I'm going to say about the bad things that happened. Um, we should so, force ourselves to say some good things at the I end. I do have a good thing to Okay. Say. And so do you. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> um, but, um, okay, this is the last bad thing I'll say. So Tanner and I have been feeling a lot like we obviously love living in Ligonier. Mm-hmm. It's what we want for our family, and we love being able to be outside so much and, like, everything. But we're just struggling because there's not a lot of community there, like, mm-hmm. day-to-day mm-hmm. for us. Because I feel like you guys have found some good, like, older families that you, like, look up to who are maybe 10 years ahead of you. But you're also just like, I want people my age. I want people my age who, like, I have no problem being friends with people who are different than me. But, like, I would love to have, like, core people who are near me who, like, also are Christians Mm -hmm. who can, like, walk through, like, life with similar values as me. And also people who have kids. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, most people our age don't have kids. Mm -hmm. And most people our age don't live in Ligonier. Yeah. So there's like a lot of, yeah, older older people, maybe late 30s, mid 30s, who are like in the same stage as us. They moved out to Ligonier, you know, they are enjoying the country life and they have children. But it's not like the same vibe that you and I have. All of our friends are here in Pittsburgh, and, like, we just basically, for, for so long, have just been like, did we, like, make a mistake? Should we move back to Pittsburgh? Mm. Like, we don't know what to do. Um, but then whenever we think about the reasons we left Pittsburgh, we're like, no, we don't want to live there either. Yeah. Like, Ligonier is perfect. There's just no one there. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like, funny because, like, my mom's always like, but Jenna, I'm here. And I'm like, yes, you are. Mom, you're my mom. Like, I need other girls yeah. who are also like, I know that people understand what I'm saying. Like, whenever I say, this is not a suit, like, to be superficial in any way, but like, if you are not the same, like, vibe as me, if that makes sense, like, if you are not like, this literally sounds so superficial, like, dressing. A similar vibe to me. Mm-hmm. If I can just tell that we're not gonna click, gonna click. And I like, feel like those relate. Like you can find those relationships that like are people aren't going to dress the same as you, or like yeah. maybe believe the same as you. And like you're like, that's great. I think you're a very kind person, and we can hang out once or twice a month. Yes, but then you're not going to be the person I call up. Like, hey, we're having a barbecue. Do you want to come over? Yes, and like by like me saying like oh you don't dress the same we probably wouldn't get along is it's not like so like strict but like what I'm saying is like I don't go out and see girls who are similar vibe to me Mm. whether it's how they dress like just how they come off and so like it's never even a situation where I see someone I'm like oh my god she's like we look like we're similar I'll go talk to her like and I just don't talk to her I just don't see anyone who is like me around and so anyways, I decided to start looking at like free kids activities mm, in the area. Very cute. Because I want to see if I can meet some other mom friends. Um, 
And so there's like this place. I won't say what it is because, you know, it's just weird. Yes, but absolutely. It's this place and they have like these free play zero to two days where like just a bunch of babies and there's a bunch Aww. of toys out and everyone's playing. And I was like, this is my time. I'm going to I need meet, to strike. <laughs> I'm going to meet someone here. And I was like going in. I felt like I was going what? on a date. I was like, literally, why does it feel like dating? <laughs> literally, I felt like I was going on a date. And I was like, okay, there's going to be all these other moms here. I need to look cute. Like, I need to dress cool so that they know that I'm cool, too. Like, they're going to be here. I know it. And I literally go in. And there's probably 30 kids there. Oh, all my under two. gosh. And not one person is even probably within 10 years of me. Oh not one. Did you? I mean, I feel like you guys know a lot of people in Ligonier. Did you, like, know anyone that was there? No. Okay. Um... they were all like upper 30s and like again this goes back to like I'm not trying to be superficial by saying like how we dress matters that much but they were all just wearing like Under Armour t-shirts and like I could just tell that they were just in a different mindset than me yeah and uh, I was just so disappointed like I talked to a lot of people that was yesterday Yes. I talked to a lot of moms and like almost all of them had like no interest. Like I was going up to so many, like I would sit Monty down with them and be like, oh my God, how old? Like ask them questions. They were like, not ask me anything back. Oh, were they, were they friends with each other? And like they would talk to each other. Oh, everyone just like kind of watches their kids. Interesting. And then there was like one girl at the end who like talked to me for like a long time. Um, But she was like 39. Hmm. And it's just like, that's fine. Again, like, I could be friends with you, but, like, are you going to come sit on my couch and watch Bachelorette? No. Yeah. No, that's fair. And it's just, like, uh, that just, like, really, like, tore me down yesterday because I was just, like, I thought so much that I was going to, like, meet someone. And and you are and you were being so positive, too. Like, I feel like it would have been very easy to be, like, what's the point? I'm not even going to go. And then you're, like, no, I'm going to go. And I'm there's going to be somebody I'm gonna there. I'm going to make a good impression. Like, yeah. I'm going to, like, make a plan for, like, a play date or something. And there was just no one. And did Monty have a good time? She had the best time. Aww. And, like, I, yeah. So, but there's a few moms that do I do know that live in the area. And I, like, literally while I was there, like, texted a few of them and was, like, let's plan something. Yeah. Because I'm just, like, it's. It literally, you don't realize how crucial it is. And all of my friends who are moms, like, don't live here. And so, like, it's Not even, like, oh, yeah, there's some that, like, live in Pittsburgh. But I feel like, yeah, like you've said before, all of your best friends are, like, scattered. (laughs) Like Even, like, Lindsay, like, I was texting her whenever Monty was sick and being like, what should I do? Like, she's in Vermont. Like, I'm just like, I can't just hang out with you. I can't just have you over for a bonfire, you know. And, like, it's obviously great whenever you're with your friends that don't have kids like there's nothing wrong with that but there's just something different about whenever you are with your friends who have kids and they just get it yeah and you're just like okay like we need to go home for a nap and like both of them need to and you're just like it's fine because I feel like there's yeah a thousand percent there's only so much I can even do to sympathize for you when you're saying Monty didn't sleep through the night or like oh Monty like it was like extra fussy and I'm like oh Jenna like that sucks and I can't come back and be like yeah have you tried this Bill thing? was doing the same thing like I don't know like, Bill Bill our future baby <laughs> Bill 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 no but 
so I don't know. I'm still on the hunt. I found out that there's like this library program that I'm going to start going to. And it's so funny because my sister was like, wait, I actually do know like this cool mom. And she like told me like her name or whatever. And literally like her bio was like atheist. Oh, <laughs> and it's like, again, it's OK to be friends with people who are not the same as me. But like I'm trying to like meet someone that can be like really there well, uh, i me. mean it, yeah and especially like as a christian too it's so nice when someone's response is like hey like I, you're having a hard time with monty specifically how can i pray for you like you're like i need a little bit of that yeah, and, or they just have the same ideals like i don't know i just don't want to like be like trying to hide how i feel around someone yeah and it's hard, too, because, like, there's really no churches in Ligonier. And mm-hmm. so it's, like, we've been on the church hunt. You liked that one that you started going to, right? Did it yeah, kind of just we the- did. Um, but Tanner, like, brought up the point that it's literally 40 minutes away. And, Dang. like, it's 50 minutes to drive to Plum Campus. Yeah. But he keeps saying, he's like, yeah, but, like, it's in Irwin. He's like, that's not my community. He's like, I can't just grab coffee with someone from Irwin yeah. any day that I want. He's like, that's why I want a church in my community because I want to be five minutes away and go grab dinner with another family. Yeah. And it's not this, like, whole thing. The You know the biggest, like, struggle it has to be living... I'm just telling you what your biggest struggle is. But, like, living far away from people is because it is, like, a whole thing. Like, when people come to visit, and, like, that's what we talked about when you were talking about um, your meal train, is that people, like, drove an hour to visit you, so, of course, they have to stay. They've made the journey, and it it puts so much pressure on when people visit you. I'm not saying that I experience this, because we're out near you all the time um, for even, like, other family, and so, but I'm sure you feel like that, where it's, like... Well, it ha- everything has to go perfectly today. And if Monty misses a nap and she's going to be cranky the rest of the day, then that really sucks because I ruined somebody's, like, trip whole trip here. and day. And, like, I find myself, like, that's all I look forward to is, like, when my friends come and visit me because I'm just, like, I have nothing, like, yeah. during the week that I really do besides work because I don't have any friends to do it with. But that leads me into my last story of something that happened to me. Oh, gosh. So, I thought that that, because she didn't tell me this last one yet. She, was, like, texted me yesterday and was like, I'm just going to save it for the podcast. And I was like, okay, cool. So I thought when mom, because I hadn't heard about the mom thing. So I thought oh, that yeah. was the, the bad thing. So that was yesterday. I was really kind of down about it. And, like, all of these other bad things were happening this week. And so Tanner and I had a date night plan last night. Oh, no. And we were, like, both really looking forward to it. We kept, like getting into little spats this week and like we just kept saying like we just like really need this date night like it's gonna be like really good of course as soon as you put too much weight on something then like it goes bad so our plan was to get Chinese and go for a picnic that sounds so good I was saying last night I haven't had good Chinese in so long either so our plan was to get Chinese and have a little picnic and like maybe do something else like mini golf or whatever and I was just like so excited my parents planned to come over and whatever so they were coming at five I was putting Monty down for her last nap at like 4 45 I put her down and then they got there I was like finishing up getting everything I like made them dinner and we were like packing our bags to walk out the door and it like starts pouring 
Hmm. And we're like, oh, I guess we can't like do our picnic, but maybe it like isn't raining like in the place we're going. Like we'll just play it by ear. We'll figure it out. We'll maybe go to dinner somewhere else. Like we're just like, whatever. We're still going to go. As soon as we're like going to leave, the power goes out. And when I How, tell did, you. Did your parents text you? No, like we were you still saw in the house. Oh, okay, And okay. when I tell you that when we had those entirely huge windstorms, like our entire town's power was out. Ours never went out. That's right. Yeah. And so me and Tanner are like, okay, what do we do? Monty's monitor's like beeping and beeping because it's now disconnected. It yeah. can't see her and she's sleeping upstairs. We don't have AC in our house and it was so hot and it's like Dis- genuinely dangerous. Disgusting. Yeah. If the AC in her room and our room, like you can't sleep there. It's not safe for her to sleep there if the AC is not on. And so I'm just like, what do we do? Like, we just are, like, standing there. And we're like, we'll just wait and, like, see if it comes back on. We'll just wait. We'll just wait. And we're just, like, hanging around. I'm just, like, getting more and more frustrated because they're using up our time. Yeah. Like, that we were going to be going. And I'm just like, I can't leave her here knowing that, like, she might. Also, like, they were going to put her down for sleep. And it's like, she has to sleep in her room. That's the only room that's blacked out. That's the only room that has AC. Mm -hmm. Like, she has to sleep in there and now her monitor doesn't work how are you guys gonna bath gonna her literally in the dark? sit outside of the yeah outside of the door see if she's like if she yeah. cries because you don't yes. have the monitor yes and there's no service when our power's out like there's no service in our neighborhood except for like you're on wi-fi yeah so i'm like you can't even call me or text me if something goes wrong and my dad just like is like We'll just put her to bed down here in the living room. I'm like, Dad, no. It doesn't it work. It ruins like the system. That. I'm like, I'm not going to be up all night again. Like, no. She needs to go to bed, like, in the way that she needs to go to bed. She needs to do her routine. She needs to do it right. And they're just like, well, you guys can just go to our house and, like, have your date there where there's power. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to do that. And I was just, like, getting so frustrated. And they were just, like, kept being like, just why don't you guys just go out in the yard and have a picnic like just making me like, so mad i was just like no like i need to figure yeah. out what to do with monty then she wakes up she's so hot and like sweating and i'm just like we can't do this and so we're like they just kept saying you'll just have to come sleep at our house you'll just have to come sleep at our house and we're like okay so we literally pack everything no jenna up. no also i need to charge my gear for the wedding today yeah so we literally pack everything up pack up her slumber <laughs> pod her pack and play everything her sound machine like everything's been disconnected everything. from the wall <laughs> yes all bringing all of her milk bringing and then buddy has to come too because of he, does. he can't be in the house overnight by himself either and then julia's boyfriend is visiting from harrisburg they were supposed to have a date at my parents house they were cooking steaks now all five of us show up there Dang. they're annoyed now we're annoyed we just canceled our date night and then we had to sleep there last night oh okay i thought where you were going was that you were gonna say that the power came back on as you were leaving the house it was on this morning and tanner got a text at like 10 p.m that it came back on Hmm. so but still monty would have been asleep for three hours maybe yeah no it was so hot in there and like yeah so it was just, like, not the vibe, but, yeah, we ended up having to go sleep there, like, had to sleep in this, like, small bed with her, set up the whole slumber pod, like, do everything, and, like, didn't have our date night, and the thing that made me the most mad that, like, my parents just kept being, like, 
why didn't you guys go have a picnic in our yard? Like, just, like, saying all of that. It's not the same! I was just like, Mom, it's literally ruined now. And also, like, I had to plan this three weeks ago for you guys to come and watch her for one night so that we can do this. Like, it's not just going to, like... Like, it's not like I can just do it tomorrow or it's not like I can just, like, redo it. It's just different whenever you have kids. And, like, now it's just not happening. And, like, it just is, like, it made me so mad. I literally just want to ball my eyes out the whole entire time. And then, of course, like, there's all this construction around my parents' house. There's all these detours. It's, like, taking an hour to get there from our house now. Oh, my gosh. He's in the car. He's, like, breathing his hot breath on me. It was just like the icing on top of, of this like entire everything. Two weeks, yeah. Yeah. So now I'm just like, well, we don't even have another date night plan, so I don't even know when we're gonna go on one. It's just so annoying. And that was like, of course, the one thing I'm looking forward to. And now yeah. I'm just like, and of course, yeah, it's not even like you could do a family day today because you have to work. And it, I'm so sorry. That is okay. tough. And that is why we are titling this episode A Series of Unfortunate Events. Truly. Because, yeah, and it, it's, like, part of me is, like, at least we went through it together. <laughs> Literally, because, like, every day this week we just, like, kept texting each other, guess what just guess happened? Guess what else? <laughs> guess what else? But we are going to pray that now it is over. The rain and the storm has passed, hopefully. Please, God, because I cannot handle anything else. Yeah. And, Yeah. Do you want to say a good thing that happened to you? Oh, a good thing that happened. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if I talked. No, I just posted, I think, like on my close friend's story. But I set a goal like for Cole and I to book a certain amount of weddings next year. I My relationship with like f- photo and weddings has been so roller coastery over the last like two years. It was like, I am not going to do it. Like, I don't want to. And like, maybe I will. But more recently, we were just like, let's just take a few and kind of see how that goes. And so I've like put ourselves like out there more and like had people inquire and was all, I feel like that was kind of mixed in with like my bad week is like so many people would reach out and then like literally get to the point of signing a contract and ghost. And I would be like, what the Why? heck? Why? This girl like was like, hey, I know this is super last minute. Any chance that you're available on X date? Um, And it was like a three-week window and for just video. And I'm shooting with somebody else that day, but I was like, Cole's available. And so I was like, yeah, we totally are. Like, I'll, like, Cole will be able to be there. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is like, and just going back and forth through email. She's like, this is like such a huge lifesaver. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. And I was like, perfect. I'll send you the contract. Send her the contract. And she was like, okay, just to be sure, like, you're good with the travel to X location because it's like an hour outside of Pittsburgh. And I was like, yep, like that travel's good. Like, no worries. And she literally. And she was like. She said, I wanted you to say that you didn't like the travel. <laughs> literally, I her wedding is now like a week away. And I was just I've sent many follow ups, but I was like, what happened? what happened and so there was just a lot of those things happening and I was so frustrated but since then it has kind of turned around and there were people that reached out and I was like let me know if you like want to get on a call had three incredible calls like back to back and they booked us for next year so amazing amazing so that is really nice and we're almost halfway to our goal that's amazing yeah so I'm excited 
And <laughs> we're going to talk about that because it's important to Special Drink Club. What? Oh, I literally this entire time have like thought you were saying like, tell them that you're expecting. Wait, really? <laughs> yes. I don't know why. I was like, okay, we've kind of like overdone this bit before. She's not expecting. I'm not. I'm, I'm looking over there okay. at her new purchase that I want her to talk yes. about. Yes. Okay. I'll make it really quick. Of course, I'm sure you know Prime Day has passed in this last week. And so I was just perusing, seeing what was out there. And of course, you know, here at the uh, Let's Debrief podcast, we are huge fans of Jenna's Breville. And so... That's an espresso machine. Yeah. And it has really rocked our friend group. And so... Rocked our world. our world. And so I was like, oh, I wonder what a Breville is like on Prime Day. Originally, I will say the prices because I want you to know like how good of a deal it was. Originally $7.50 on Prime for $5.50. And I was like, that is still a lot of money. Yeah. But wow, that's a crazy deal. And then I get like a pop-up on our like Amazon account. And it's like open the Amazon credit card and get a $200 gift card. And I was like, well, I have actually... And this is where I like need you to track with me because I feel like people... It would be easy to judge me and be like, you can't just put everything on a credit card. I understand that. I understand that logic and but that way of thinking. But I don't want to. No, but Amazon is connected to Whole, like owned, they own Whole, Whole Foods and we shop almost exclusively at Whole Foods. And so Amazon has a credit card that gives you 5% back like at Whole Foods. And so I've That's already great. been thinking about getting this card and then for them to come on and say like, we'll give you a $200 credit or gift card just for getting approved today. I was like, interesting because now my brivel is 350 yeah and it was just like too good of a deal also, to pass up like we have since you bought it had this conversation like of how much you actually would spend on coffee like it's one of those things that people are like oh like that's so dumb that people like go out and get like lattes and stuff yeah but like when i tell you that like Unless you buy this level or better of an espresso machine, you cannot make those things at home. No. You seriously cannot. Yeah. Like, people will be like, oh, why? Like, oh, you have to have your... People that are, like, our parents' age that, like, don't get, like, a specialty coffee, like, vibe. They don't yeah. understand it. Like, the Keurig does the job. I don't understand. They're like, oh, you need your special iced coffee? Just put your coffee in the fridge. And it's like, it's literally not like that. Yeah. And... Also, like, it actually is kind of, like, a hobby and an art at, yeah, absolutely. at a certain point. Like, yeah. I feel like Tanner and I are getting to the point where we, like, we make our own syrups. And, like, it's becoming, like, we experiment with stuff. And it's, like, <laughs> it's literally a hobby. Also, going back to us living in Ligonier, there is not coffee around us. No. There is not. No. There and is the not. one that, like, gave decent coffee for a while has been closed. Yeah. And it's just, like, uh, we... Our favorite and pretty much one of the only coffees that we even like is at Kelvin in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And we are replicating it almost to a T using their beans, using everything they use mm -hmm. in our home every day an hour and a half away. For a $20 bag of beans sometimes. But like, yeah. yeah. And so it is already like for sure, like for you guys, a thousand percent, it's already paid for itself because of yeah. how much you would have been going out and getting coffee. But now Cola's gotten on like espresso TikTok and it's like mm. as he's been trying to research. And it's just so funny that people are always like, he was telling me yesterday that like he 
someone posted about like i think the bribble is such a good option obviously it's a big like price tag but it's like really nice if you do want to be able to customize your own coffee whatever and someone commented oh my gosh this is like such a cheap like espresso machine just compared to like what you could get in this brand when it was literally like six thousand dollars and it was like yeah "Yeah, there's always gonna be a better thing like there's totally levels of like mom pa's coffee maker like one pot coffee maker a keurig an espresso and then like a brivel it's like yeah there will always be another thing but yeah i as far as As in-house coffee one household yeah it's the perfect thing absolutely so we're obsessed we're we're still trying to figure stuff out i think we need to get like i want to get one of those like the pads the tamping pad the tamping pad but like a new tamp that like it like really locks mm. it in there I, f- I haven't made one yet cole has just made them for me and i feel like we're just like did we tamp it too hard did we uh, well you can tell by if the needle goes into the range if it's, it's always enough. making it into the oh i think it's always making it into the range but sometimes it's just like not i don't know we're just like ah that was close but like not really like taste wise uh, uh, uh gotcha so we'll see oh i've spoken a lot you tell your happy thing Oh, my good thing is that Tanner and I have discovered a new brand of chocolate milk that we are obsessed with, Ooh. and it is the Fairlife chocolate milk. We actually never buy chocolate milk. We literally only buy raw milk. Like, we just go out and get it every single week. I wish that they usually have raw chocolate milk at the co-op in the city, mm. but where we get it, they never have it, and we just never drink chocolate milk. But randomly, the other night, he just brought home this <coughs> half gallon of Fairlife. Have you seen it? I That sounds familiar. It's just like a good brand like organic whatever of milk and when i tell you that this chocolate milk is the creamiest Ooh. it's literally thick it's That's nice. so i'm i wish i was drinking it right now <laughs> i actually really want to try making like a mocha with it oh that'd be good Maybe for like my sister because she loves mochas but it is such a good chocolate milk and it's like milk has like a lot of protein in it yeah so yeah there you go that's my happy thing Yay. We now have to go shoot a wedding. Pray (laughs) that nothing bad happens to us. Because together our powers might be combined (laughs) and it could be catastrophic. (laughs) Our energies (coughs) are bad. Yeah, we do have to go. Yeah. We love you guys. And although it was kind of a downer, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and Maybe you've been having a great life recently and you can we just... We made you feel better. Yeah. Or we, if you are having a bad time, just know that we're right We're right there with you. We're trucking along with you. Um, Next week, we'll have, be having a special guest. Yes, we're recording the two in the upcoming days. And so we're very excited. Yes. So. I feel like the people love having guests on. Like, I feel like those episodes always do really good. I agree. So, so we're excited. You're tired of hearing from us. Yes. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Like and subscribe. Smash that like button. (laughs) Smash that like button. Smash that subscribe button. We love you so much. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.